0: Because I want to eat the candy.
1: No. We'll split it. It is. Yay! We're back. Welcome back to On the Trail with the Shutties.
0: It feels so nostalgic, because we haven't <laughs> recorded in such a long time. So hello, welcome back. Sorry we've been gone for like a month or a month and a half or something. Life has been very busy, and this episode we are going to catch you up on every part of it, so settle in and get ready for this two-hour <laughs> podcast episode or something because we've got a lot to share.
1: Yeah, I was I was thinking earlier um settle in, grab something or just like get ready to pause and return cuz it's going to be a minute. Uh <laughs> we we haven't updated anything since August, right?
0: Yeah, pretty much. I think it was the beginning of August.
1: And it's November now, so wow, that's crazy. Time be flying though. Time is absolutely flying for us. Mm-hmm. But it do be like that sometimes. Um, yeah, so CR has a little list of things that we want to cover. Mm-hmm. Um, major talking points. I find it very ironic that we set up a. Oh, there's a monarch butterfly. Beautiful. We are currently set up um, on the top deck of a parking garage. It's beautiful day, 60-something 60, 60 degrees outside, yeah. um, clear skies, cool breeze, and a butterfly just flew by. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I find it ironic that we make a podcast about living in the van, and then when it comes to living in the van, we <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't talk about it. But the truth is, and we're going to go into this more, uh, but the truth is that... Um, this has been a very, very challenging learning experience. Um, we have encountered some things that we did not expect to encounter, um, and it's been a, uh, a challenge to our individual selves and to our relationship to um, to work through some stuff and to, to learn how to deal with some stuff and to uh, learn to listen to each other um, while facing some stuff. So um anyway thank you for tuning back in and um i hope you enjoy um CR do you wanna do you wanna start off by telling us about the build and what we did how that went um back in august we we took a couple weeks to to actually build the rest of the van so take it away CR
0: <coughs> okay we we also have to pass the microphone back and forth. So, if there's like a half second pause in between, that's us passing the microphone. Um, so it was, uh, I think it was like the middle, or it was the last two weeks in August, right? Yeah. Um, we, oh, it was it was actually if y'all remember um, when we were talking about. Wanting to go to my friend's wedding in Rhode Island, um, it was around that time. We didn't we didn't end up making the trip. So um, Reagan had already asked off of work, and we we're like, you know what? We've got these two weeks that we're not um, we're not traveling. So let's just dedicate this time to finishing up the van build. And um, those of you who follow along with us um on our instagram at the Shuddies, <laughs> um <laughs> uh you were able to see the daily updates um to um uh, that we we made reels this plastic piece is actually too loud oh well um yeah um we we updated our instagram with uh the build um as as every day we we pretty much worked on the van for like um every single day yeah almost every day for two weeks so that felt really cool to just like dedicate that time to finish out the build and we um we finished insulating the walls and the ceiling and then we um we screwed in all the, the wood panels that we needed, and Reagan built some beautiful shelving and a cabinet and storage space that we needed, that we use now. We built the bed frame, and subsequently some under bed storage, like a foot of under bed storage. Tony, What'd you say?
1: Tony <laughs> Ten inches.
0: Ten inches. Oh, inches okay. of Ten inches of underbed storage. So it it all came together and it was so beautiful um, to see. And so if if you if you didn't see those little small videos on Instagram and you want to know what we're talking about, um, you can go to our our Instagram. It's just at the Shutties. And <laughs> and um, there's a lot of a lot of the. I'm glad we recorded. Um, we documented that because it was it was pretty fun it was really hot though it was like consistently between 100 and 105 degrees like every single day and I was like my body was shutting down um because my the threshold that I can handle heat is different than Reagan's because Reagan grew up in Austin Texas or just you know the central Texas area so he's used to the 100 degree heat or at least high 90s um and it wasn't too big of a deal for him but for me, I grew up I grew up in North Carolina and then had a lot of spent uh spent most more recent years in Rhode Island, so just on the East Coast. Um my threshold of how like my body can handle heat is not up to 100 degrees and higher. It's it's pretty much like around like 95 or like 93 to 95. I'm like, "Ooh, okay, like I'm done with this, I want to go inside, because that's, like, that was how the weather there, you know, so it was, I felt, I felt very, very much, like, a little, I don't know, Reagan was making me feel bad for being, like, hot all the time, and to to the point where I was, like, getting lightheaded and nauseous, you know, like, the heat that you're like, okay, listen, she needs a Gatorade, and you need to sit her in the air conditioning, but Reagan's like, I'm gonna keep going, because he can do it. But Reagan's great, and he did a beautiful job in the van, and I helped too. So Reagan is demanding the microphone now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I did not make you feel bad. I just yeah, you did. I well, okay. So oh, you you felt I bad, felt but I didn't like make you feel bad. You felt bad because I was like trying to push us to go a little further, but do a little bit more. But
0: then you when I couldn't go further, so that's what I made you feel
1: bad. Well, there's there's a level of of discovery there because I didn't realize that about you, and I was learning that about you, and um you know as i discover this thing about my lovely wife um <laughs> i have to i have to deal with it i have to like change my expectations
0: yeah and i was i was i was feeling insecure because i was saying like just because i'm overheating right now because it's to me it's extreme heat like 105 degrees i don't know raise your hand there
1: were there were extreme heat advisories too yeah. coming out on the weather app <laughs>
0: So I was feeling like, no, no, I'm not just like every other girl. Or like, because I was feeling like I can do stuff with my hands and I can like, I can build. And I'm not, I wasn't, I was just trying to be like, hey, like, yes, I'm overheating. But this doesn't mean that I'm a diva and that I want the hotel right now. Like, I, I can do stuff. I think that's out of, speaking out of my pain about like, I'm a strong woman. Um, so I was trying to like defend myself when they probably didn't need to be any defending so
1: they, they really didn't i was <laughs> I wasn't accusing you of anything. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay um I was gonna say that uh for anyone who like says that their favorite season is summer, just a little side note because I grew up in Texas um anyone who has ever told me that their favorite season is summer. I'm like are you psychopath Um, and that's because you know growing up I just had the perspective of like summer is just brutally hot it's it's not fun per se like it's fun to go to the pool and like be off of school and whatnot Um, but I never really got the whole like summer is my favorite season until I started thinking about the fact that there's some areas in this world where summer is only like 80 degrees Fahrenheit <laughs> like it kind of tops out at 80 maybe 90 and like the sun is up for even longer than it is up in Texas and like um like okay that means that summer is actually a pretty enjoyable <laughs> a pretty enjoyable season instead of like 110 degrees in the daytime and then like only as low as 85 at nighttime um, like it's still hot. It's still sweaty. It's still just like you shower, you step outside, you're immediately sweating again. Um, I hope you all can't hear this child screaming his head off in the background yeah, somewhere on the other side of this parking garage. There's a child who is not happy. <laughs> <laughs> he is shouting. Um, yeah, so that was August. We, we did the build. Um, and we were really, 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 really proud of it. Um, it was a lot of fun. Um, a new challenge. Um, we we used as much cheap wood as we could, as much discounted wood as we could. Um, a lot of the wood that we got actually came from uh, my buddy Andrew. Um, shout out to you, Andrew. I know you listen and you follow on Instagram. Um, he was so helpful and uh, gave, a, gave us a, some tools and um, gave us a bunch of scrap wood that was laying around. And... As a result, we really didn't have to spend a lot of wood, mon- a lot of money on wood, um, except for the side panels. We bought some cedar um, fence planks, and and used those for the side panels. But everything else, we either recovered from, um, we either recovered from a pallet, or someone gave us some old wood, or um, or something like that. So, yeah. Um, the wood was finding the wood was not not an issue we had had leftovers Um, getting the hardware and the screws was a different challenge um, because I discovered that attaching wood panels to the inside of a vehicle does not always go so easily (laughs) Um, especially when you have reclaimed wood that is not always the same thickness Um, so attaching wood to metal I needed to find a very specific kind of screw. And then like the screws that I bought weren't long enough, but then I had other screws that I bought that worked in one area, but not in another area because they were too long. And then uh, I had to buy like three different kinds of screws <laughs> to, to use for the, the ceiling. Um, and then for the walls. Um, but once we, once it came to like putting the, the wall panels on, um, it was relatively simple. Oh, it was just cutting wood. slapping it on Um, putting the wood on the side was a challenge Um, I I really struggled with for a second um, because I was like how am I gonna do this (laughs) what I ended up doing was putting upright um, what did I call them I'm sure they have a name Um, but I put upright pieces of wood um, on the side like like two by fours uh, up and down on the sides and I screwed it straight into the metal parts of the of the van Um, And then I could screw uh, the wood panels directly to those wood uh, 2x4s. So it made that part of the build a lot easier. Um, And then crafting the shelving and the cabinetry was really just a, (laughs) what do I have? How much space do I have? And how can we cobble this together? And you know what? It ended up working out. Yeah, um, it wasn't until the last few days that I finished up getting like hardware for the cabinet. So a magnet, we got a magnet that holds it closed, and some hooks to hold it open, um, and then also um, attaching the the brand new spare tire to the back. That was one of the expenses we had to make because um, I we needed a new spare tire, and it's bolted to the back left door. Um, so. Yeah, the the van build itself was um, and was a challenge, uh, but we we overcame every little thing, and uh, talked through, like, CR getting lightheaded, and then like, <sighs> our metabolisms are different, uh, so oh she gosh. will like get hungry a lot faster than I will. I'll eat food and just like work for several hours, and she's like, I are you not hungry? Are you not like fainting? Cause you're hungry. I'm like, no, like let's keep going. (laughs) So that was, that was a difference that we had to embrace and, um, learn to work with. And, um, what else happened during the build week? Anything else you want to share? I'm ready to to move on from it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we built it in August, um, and then rode around in it. (laughs) It wasn't, um, uh, it wasn't, We sort of rode around with the stuff in the van for, um, for a month or two. Um, oh, so our move out date changed. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's the next part of the story. Um, uh, so September <coughs> comes around. We were supposed to move out September 30th, the last day of September um was when our lease ended and we hadn't heard anything from the apartment complex so we go in in August i think something like that maybe it was the start of september i don't i don't remember um but we go in I think it was the end of august end of august we we go into the office we're like hey um so like Do we need to sign anything to say that like we're moving out and we're not gonna stay in the lease? They're like, yeah, here's a, here's a document you gotta sign. And we're like, okay, great. So we fill it out, turn it in, and and, uh, they get back to us and say, hey, so since you didn't sign this more than sixty days, oh goodness gracious. (laughs) Cr just snee. I'm, I have to tell them. I don't. Yes, I do. Oh, sorry.
0: Babe.
1: She just sneezed and just boogers came out.
0: Hey, uh, don't expose me.
1: So she's got to get a, a tissue to clean that up. I'll keep telling the story, though. Um, so the apartment complex calls and says, Hey, so because your notice of vacancy um, was not given more than 60 days in advance... Um, you can't move out on the 30th, um, but if you do want to move out on the 30th, then you have to pay a percentage of the rent,
0: which was eight hundred, which was like
1: $830 for the next, like, like the re-letting fee or whatever yeah. it was called. Um, they're like, you got to pay a, a re-letting fee or you can stay for until 60 days is up. And just pay a prorated rent, which was like five thirty or something like that. Actually it ended up being more like six hundred.
0: But the fr- can I say <laughs> Yeah. The frustrating thing about this was they didn't even give us the notice because mm-hmm. the apartment this is our first year at this apartment complex yeah. first and last let me make <laughs> that clear um <laughs> but they were supposed to tell us you know like it's normal for you to either get an email or like a note on the door to be like hey like it's time to let like let us know because rent's gonna go up turn it around, dude. did they not hear me? no they can hear you it's just not as well okay um like it's you know like apartment c- complexes usually let you know when the time has come like for, uh, we did get a notice clipped on our door after,
1: after the <laughs> sixty days. Uh, the sixty days before our scheduled move-out date. So after we were, after the the time that we could have legally turned in a, uh, a, a vacancy fee or vacancy paperwork, that's when they t- give us the notice of like, hey, so if you're gonna stay, the rent's going up,
0: and we look forward to having you for another year, you know. So we had already turned in the paperwork, um, and then they put the notice, and then, right, they did, they did. yeah, yeah, they they put the notice on our door like four days after we turned in our um, our notice saying that we're not gonna, you know, we're gonna be leaving on the thirtieth when our lease said that uh, that it would be time for them mm-hmm. to leave. So time for us to leave. So they, the apartment telling us that it's time came after we turned it in. And then they had the audacity. I say the audacity because it was just so frustrating. You know, like, it was, they were like, it's in the lease. But, you know, what was also in the lease? Okay, well, let me just, I was so frustrated because I got this. Yeah, I'm just glad that we don't live there anymore. I'm frustrated because they done dead as dirty with the freaking, the, like, the security deposit that you're supposed to get back at the end. <laughs> they send it to my parents' house in Rhode Island. We yeah we already gave us we already gave them our Texas forwarding address and so we've been waiting it's been two weeks maybe two and a half weeks since we've since we moved out of there and we've been waiting for our you know security deposit obviously and I gave them our forwarding address in Texas um, two times <laughs> twice and they still sent it and they still sent it to my parents' address in Rhode Island so I'm just like this stupid like. Yes, I'm thankful that we had the roof over our heads while we live in Texas. You know, like I'm not trying to sound all crazy, but it's also like, like can you just uh, can the apartment? Anyway, so that's what I'm still pissed off about. <laughs> yeah, I'm so for real yeah. A well, they need to know. So like, they're not listening. <laughs> yes, they are. No, they're not. Well, then why did you bring it up? Oh, I
1: thought you were saying uh, Allegra. Allegra
0: not listening. No, I'm talking about the viewers okay. or the listeners. Okay. They care about us don't you <laughs> um, <laughs> um <laughs> so i was i was gonna say um yeah so they the allegra point called us um while we were doing the van build back in august and saying they said like oh so like basically the thing that ranger said since we put our notice in late like we can't really do whatever and um, we're going to have to leave later. And so I was like, no, 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 but the lease says this. And they were like, well, the lease also says, like, you have to have 60 days in advance. And then I was looking at the lease a couple of days ago. need to add
1: that we went into the office to ask about
0: our options Okay. But yeah. well, didn't you say that already? No. Not oh. So okay. after they us, we went into the office. Well, okay. So after they called us on the phone, we went into the office to talk to the lady, and we're like, hello, like... Yeah, and so we decided to pay the prorated rent because it was cheaper, $500 cheaper than $800, so we're like, you know what, whatever, fine.
1: It was after that conversation that we the lease and saw that if they had given us the notice, if they hadn't
0: alerted us... I don't think they can hear you. I doubt it.
1: It was after that conversation in the office then we decided and we told them, okay, we'll do the prorated and we'll move out on October 6th, 17th. After that conversation... We re-looked at the lease and saw the little fine print that was like, oh, and if the apartment complex doesn't give you enough notice for you to make a good decision, then your uh, notice of moving out only has to be put in 30 days in advance instead of 60 days. So So we we were were right, and we could have brought that up, but they didn't bring it up, and they were just like, well, you're going to have to pay, you're going to have to pay. She was so pushy. She was so pushy, and she's like, "Well, it's in the lease. It's in. The le- you should have read the lease." I'm like, "Bruh." We should have read the lease so that we, <laughs> we, le- so we could come back with, "Well, since you didn't give us a heads up before sixty days, then uh, it only had to be thirty days." And anyway, long story short, long story short. Oh yeah, that's right. because um, of Gretchen's wedding, so that pushed our move out date to October seventeenth. All right. Um, and it worked out because my sister got married on, uh, on October 1st. So imagine this, imagine moving out of a house into an apartment and then the next day you have to go to a wedding. <laughs> no, moving out of the apartment into the van. Into the van. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> moving out of the apartment into the van and then the next day we would have had to go to a wedding if we'd had to stick, stick with the previous move out date. So it was a blessing yeah. in disguise. It was very frustrating and CR is still salty about it. But, um, you're still salty about it, I can see it, I can hear it in your voice, she's still butt hurt, <laughs> literally, <laughs> um, yeah, so, October 1st, uh, my sister got married, and we were very excited for her, she was, she got married here in Texas, so we just drove an hour south, and, uh, got to celebrate with her, so that was, that was fun, um, to see her get married, and. See some family. Um, and uh, let's see. What happened next? Lucky happened next. Oh, my. Ugh. How much do we want to disclose? About Lucky? Yeah. Why would we not disclose anything? Yeah, but, like,
0: how?
1: Because it was a deep it was like a deep emotion. But do you want to say all that, too? Like um. Figure? I won't go into too much detail. So... <sighs> after the wedding, after my sister's wedding, uh, we got an airplane flying over. You can probably hear it. After my sister's wedding, um, it was a Sunday, and we were hanging out, and... It was a week before we moved out. It was a week before we moved out. So yeah. this was like October 7th or something like that. Stress levels are rising. We're trying to get stuff done. Um... And I figure, well, I'll do what I've done before, and that is, like, go to the animal shelter and just visit the doggies and pet the cats and just, you know, have some animal encouragement. <laughs> I've done this multiple times before, and uh, by, by I doing this, I mean I've taken Ciara and, like, surprised her with a visit to the animal shelter because I know she loves pets and wants to... um have one someday, and um, so it's always encouraging to her to be able to see them. So I was like, okay, so we'll we'll go to the animal shelter. So we go, and usually there's no dogs that I'm like, ugh, I need it. This time we saw one, and she was adorable, a little husky puppy, uh, eight months old. Um, she seemed so quiet and chill in the in the um, in the adoption shelter, and so we were like, can we? like play with her can we like visit her and they said well you can't do that unless you uh have signed this thing and you're considering adoption so we're like oh okay well that's kind of weird it's
0: hard to tell when you just when you
1: see the dog, yeah the dog. yeah but so so like we had to sign this paperwork to say like yeah we're considering adopting in order to even like v- like visit the dog um so we signed the paperwork We start visiting her. They tell us, okay, so you have about 20 minutes (laughs) because we're closing. I was like, what? (laughs) Apparently they close earlier on Sundays than they do on other days. Um, So we're like, oh, shoot, we don't have a lot of time. So then, like, the process was already kind of started to, like, adopt this dog. And we loved her. She was so cute and so smart and so good. Um, She was beautiful and it like like nuzzled up to us her name was lucky um and we're like trying to make a decision about whether or not we want to adopt it we're like yo this is crazy like we weren't expecting to do this like can we even handle this like I bet we could like she seems so so chill but um I don't know I was looking at CR I was like can we can we do this like can we (laughs) can we actually handle this um and we pretty much decided we could, so we assigned the adoption paperwork and um, set up to pick her up on Tuesday, uh, two days later. So the rest of that day and Monday, we're like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. Um, we're gonna get a dog <laughs> and we, we bought like dog supplies and, um, um, we, you know, like I said, we're we're a, like a week away from moving into the van, so it's like all of a sudden we're like, wait, what did we do? Like, was this this was not the right decision? And then um, the day comes to pick her up. We go to pick her up, and chaos ensues. Cr wants to share. Can you share in a controlled manner, or is this gonna be rant with Ciara? Because <laughs> What do you mean rant with Ciara? I mean you your voice gets a little higher and you start talking faster and and you get very like flustered and angry.
0: I need to we need to add more emotion to the story because this was it was a very emotional So the day that First of all, the day that I have to pick up Lucky because Reagan was working, which thank you, Reagan, for working because that's how we keep the lights on or the gas in the tank now that we live in a van. But um, I had to pick her up from the dog shelter because Reagan was at work on this Tuesday, November 10th, December, October, sorry, October, t- <laughs> October 10th was the date. Because also on Tuesday at ten AM, ten thirty A.M., I had an appointment at the DMV. It was a big day for Ciara. And this <laughs> 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 like it's a children's book <laughs> uh, And I was I had my little appointment at the DMV to finally get my new last name it's, it's an old last name now. I've been married for a year. We just, actually, congratulations to Reagan and CR. We have, uh, we've been married for one year as of October 22nd. So clap, 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 clap. Um, But when we first got married last year, I changed my last name on my social security card to CR Shutgerns instead of CR Cooper. But I didn't change it on my driver's license because. I figured the more important one would be the social security card. Turns out the driver's license is more like, everybody asks to see your driver's license more when it comes to like if you want to sign up for a credit card, if you need something with your bank, if you are doing for a new job or something. And so having the two different last names documented, even like on your mail, it was just like a lot. And so I finally was able to book the appointment to get my last my last name on my driver's license changed yeah it took a month because the first opening they had was like a month away from when I actually booked the appointment um so I was excited I was like oh my gosh finally I'll be able to get an updated picture on my driver's license change Rhode Island driver's license to a Texas one and have Sierra Schutger on everything that I have instead of halfway CR Cooper halfway Sierra Schutger so anyway this was a big day for me already this was happening in the morning and then You know, I'm nervous about my drivers um, going to the DMV because everybody is. DMV sucks. And um, at the last minute, I have, like, all the paperwork. I've triple, quadruple checked all this paperwork. And then they um, tell me that I needed my original birth certificate that I did not have. My mom had it in Rhode Island. Um, And so already from the beginning of the day, being turned away at at the DMV, I was emotional. I was frustrated. I was really nervous for this appointment and then I wasn't even even able to accomplish what I wanted to accomplish. Um and so and then later that day I had to pick up the dog. Um so I went with a friend to go to downtown Austin. It seems like downtown. I don't know what you call it. Well, it feels like that. Central Austin, I don't know. It's 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 giving downtown. Um <laughs> <laughs> Um it's 20 minutes away downtown. Yeah, but it felt downtown. Can't deny it feels like downtown. Um, and so I, I go with a friend. It's. They are kind of rushing all this paperwork on me. Um, they're not about to close, which was good. But they were like. Something was too quick about the whole thing, and they were just, like, kind of frantic, and, like, going through the packet, the puppy packet, like, way too fast, and be like, do you have any questions? And I'm like, uh, I guess not. I don't know. Like, I'm just trying to pick up this dog. And they're like, are you Reagan? I was like, no. Reagan's my husband. He's at work. I'm Sierra, though. Like, can I sign the thing? Um, and there was just, like, a lot going on, and then we, I finally got the dog, and I'm like, cool. Okay, let's get in the van. And she didn't have too much problem getting the van for the first time. Um, but, of course, you know, like... A puppy in a new environment like for the first time and I, I know a lot about dogs um, and so I was already expecting her to be nervous in the van um, but I wasn't expecting her to be pooping so that happened so Reagan's at work doing his thing just like excited to see the dog the, the van oh don't think that I was gonna forget about that part <laughs> because that was so frustrating um, so our van has an overheating issue um, uh, that we have to put coolant in the van like twice a week. And we got to get it fixed. But um, So we're in this downtown Austin area that I don't feel necessarily safe in, but I also... The way the roads in austin are in like the highways it's just it's just a lot so you you got to do a lot of quick thinking and um change lanes quickly and people be driving crazy and everything so i'm just like i don't like this area anyhow and i just want to get out and like get to um get to like wider roads where i feel more comfortable driving uh and my friends with me and we've got the dog who's stressed out who's panting um, because she's stressed out, which, like, I wasn't upset about that because I, you know, like, that's what dogs do. You know, I, I have space for that. But the van is overheating so badly that I have to pull into a random gas station in this area of town that I don't like. I don't really feel safe in, and it's getting dark, to, um, get some coolant, put it in the van. So I'm, like, I'm in problem-solving mode, and I'm in... When I get like that, when my, th- when there's, like, so much going on that I'm like, okay... We need to solve this problem so that something doesn't something else doesn't go wrong. Like I don't have any room for compassion. I don't have any room for like thinking about anything more than like what I need to so that I can solve this problem and so that like I can be safe again or anything. Um, so it was it was really difficult. And Reagan was on the phone with me or like texting me, trying to help me to like get a route back to the coffee shop that he works at, so like it was just a lot, it was a lot going on so from the beginning I I didn't like how I felt because I was I was feeling very stressed and um, anxious and frustrated um and then when we finally got back to Summer Moon with the dog uh, Summer Moon is the place Reagan works at um I was just like done Um, and that frustrated me because not only were we moving out in a week but I was doing a lot of the work to um to like pack things away uh in in the apartment and downsizing everything because like Reagan's working all day so I'm I'm the one who can be at the apartment to like pack stuff up so anyway when like If you're moving that's already stressful enough but when you're moving from an apartment into a van and then the space is a lot smaller than you originally thought in your mind um, and it's like kind of crunch time like it was just the wrong time to get a dog especially puppy who wasn't even trained (laughs) like the first thing she does when she gets in the house is pees on the carpet we move out in like probably five days and I'm like I was gonna clean this carpet and and just kind of, like, sneaking the dog around because there's, like, a $200 fee if they see it, and I'm just, like, um, the biggest thing that sucked that was really unfortunate was because Reagan was working, like, still had his schedule, I was the one who had to, like, take care of Lucky, and I love dogs, like I said, and if anybody remembers the first episode that we talked about, um, the Tale of Tulip, um, like, my parents have had dogs growing up, for me and I like vowed to myself that I would like when, when I get a dog when I adopt a dog or whatever like I'm going to keep it till it dies because I didn't like the fact that you know unfortunately my the thing um, growing up we didn't really keep dogs as as much as would have been nice. Um, so I wanted to, whatever dog that I got, I wanted to keep it. Um, so this was really hard for me because just from the jump, I knew like this was not the right time to do this. And so how am I going to, like the little girl in me is like, under any circumstance, like we're keeping this dog. I can't, I can't take it back because that's what I've decided that I will... I'll never do that. Um, But being honest with myself and for me and Reagan, we're just like, you know what? This was an impulse... A big impulse decision and it's really not the best thing for us right now. Um, and since, like, we didn't have a crate, we didn't have money to buy a crate because we're moving into advance and we can't, like, use it, um... And so we couldn't just stuff the dog in a crate, which, one, I hate that, um, and, like, go about our day. So, like, she had to be with me every, like, every second of every day. So I couldn't really button up the apartment the way I wanted to or, like, have the, um, be able to keep packing up and, and putting things in the van and everything, like, at the pace that I wanted to so that... When the move-out day comes, we're not stressing and running around um, because Reagan's working all day. Um, so I would be at the park with the dog, and being in the back of my mind, like I still have commissions that need to knit, I still have the apartment that I got to deal with, and I can't be doing this. Um, she refused to pee outside, poop outside. So she was just like, do it on the carpet. So it was just like, it was a lot. Um, no, my nose is just stuffy, um, and it just it took a lot out of me. Reagan said that. I seem like I aged so much in those two days. So I don't know if you have anything else to say about this Reagan. I really want to stop talking about it because it was a terrible. I just, I, I, it was, it wasn't fun.
1: It sounds like you still need to heal some wounding there. Yeah. We were we were hurt a lot that, um, because we wanted to make it work, and in a different circumstance in life, when we if we could have had more, um, like if we weren't moving out immediately or we had our own space or um, like our own house or something like that or some land or something like that, um, and time to train her, then we could have she could have been a great dog. she was very scared of the van. She did not like just getting into the van, and so we're like, um, "So, <laughs> how are we gonna make this work?" Um, and, uh, and so after a couple of days, we took her back. Um, and it was it was really emotional, very tough, um, but truthfully, like it made every aspect of life so much harder, and every aspect of life so much more painful and difficult, and um, exhausting and came between CR and I, um, just within those two days. Um, so, um, yeah, uh, we took her back and celebrated, um, and, um, then had to turn to moving into the van and moving into the van ended up feeling a lot similar to, um, to getting the dog one because I, I was working a lot. I wasn't able to really helps prepare, um, uh, a lot. And so, and when the day actually came, uh, like I did, I did some things, but, uh, when the day actually came, um, to move in, I thought it would take me like two or three hours, um, to, to, to do the move in. And, um, By the time I worked for like three hours, we were only barely halfway done. So then I'm like, well, I have to go to work, but (laughs) Ciara, can you finish this? So she came back and did another four hours of work all on her own to pack the van up and clean the house. And uh, the van was literally chock full. There was was no space on the bed. Um, It's still... Very full. We just sort of move stuff back and forth from the driver's seat to the bed when we need to drive or when we need to sleep. Um, but that that day was very stressful. It was very, very very stressful. Stressful on CR too. Um, <laughs> she's sitting there frowning, remembering it. Uh, it's just been it's been really tough, guys. It's been really hard. Uh, it was not the van was smaller. We had more stuff than we thought. I mean, shout out to Emily and Clinton. Like they let us put seven boxes of our stuff in their storage unit. Um, And there's still more stuff than can fit really in our van. Uh, There's still more stuff that we have in the van that we really don't need to carry around. It's just taking up space and it's hard to deal with, but, um, um, it's just, it's a very small space. And, um, and so like that move in day, where are you going? Okay it's it's windy and kind of chilly we're in the shade because it's bright but that also means that we're cold Um, but yeah, so the the actual moving has been uh, really challenging and very stressful Um, not the type of dream that we thought it would be Um, I mean it is kind of dreamy that (laughs) when I get paid (laughs) I don't have to pay rent (laughs) Or electrical that is pretty fantastic um but um we have to live in everything in public um so let's uh see let's talk about um the the upsides (laughs) of living in the van first okay let's talk about some upsides upside number one it's very very minimalist and we like being minimalist We like having everything right there. We like being able to just access what we need and it's all right there. We don't have to like go anywhere else. Um, I don't have to go home to put on my work uniform. I can just go straight to work, put it on there. Um, What else?
0: Another upside is we get to be cozy together. It's such a small space, um, and the whole, the whole back of the build is, um, just our bed. It's, um, we have a queen-size mattress that fits perfectly in there, so, um, pretty much, we, <laughs> it's such a girl thing to say, but we get to, like, cuddle up every night, and it's, um, very cozy. And he doesn't like when I get too close to him at night, because apparently I'm, like, I radiate a lot of heat but he can't go anywhere <laughs> cuz <'Cause> we don't <laughs> he just said he can kick me though. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um so that that's fun that we can be cozy. Especially um we've just got a cold front here in Texas that just like dropped to like 35 degrees at night. Um probably the people in Rhode Island are kind of chuckling cuz it's probably close to that right now normally but um yeah that's a upside i do like uh so we have to make frequent trips to the grocery store because we have um a 32 quart cooler um that will fill with ice and then like you know you you can't buy like a hundred dollars worth of groceries because we don't have like a freezer and a a big fridge to fit it so i actually do quite like going to the grocery store like twice a week or three times a week um, to get small things like small trips that are only like 30 or 40 dollars just to get yeah yeah I don't know if you heard that but Reagan said um, we get bagels milk and we've been eating a lot of fresh fruit and it just I think it just what I like about it is it helps with the perspective because like when you go grocery shopping like once a week and you go and you're like, okay, this is going to be for dinner, I'm going to get this for dinner for another day, and that for dinner for another day, and then I want this, and then this, and this. And then you come home, and if you have, like, you got, like, like, four um fresh veggies, and then halfway through the week, one goes bad because you didn't get a chance to eat it because you um you went out with your friends or you decided to have a frozen pizza or something that, like, you didn't really think about, and now something fresh has gone bad, or, like, um, most I feel like most people can relate to the fact that um, when you go grocery shopping weekly or bi-weekly or whatever you need, um, there's usually something that ends up getting forgotten and it goes bad and you're like, oh, that was like a waste of like five or ten dollars or even more. Um, and we've experienced that too when like we are tired, we don't want to cook. And so we get P. or something, and then later on in the week we realize, like, oh no, our leftovers have gone bad, or, like, the Brussels sprouts that we never cooked or something like that. Usually the asparagus goes bad real quick, but, um, now we can just... <laughs> yeah, okay, well we're not going to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so, so I, like... <laughs> oh yeah, well, <laughs> I was just going to wrap up the thought. like, I, like, um... <laughs> Getting that too much at the grocery store Because that doesn't happen And we like eat what we buy And then go buy more And it just feels I feel like we're living in like a less waste When it comes to food And it feels pretty good
1: Yeah less food waste is, is great yeah. It's good um, But I just need to put CR on blast real quick um, So you know we, we like to cook at home uh, When we had a house we like to cook at home um, And we would Sometimes have leftovers, and uh, Ciara does not accept or admit. But she will not eat leftovers. Oh, one day, the day after, I might eat them. Maybe the day. the day after, maybe. <laughs> but here's what happens. Here's what happens. Day after, the leftovers don't near look nearly as appetizing as making more food yeah. or eating out. So you don't eat it the day after. Next day, you forget about it. Next day, it's been 3 days already. It's and by the time 3 and 4 days come around, in her mind it's-, it's moldy, it's rotten, it's <laughs> it's it's evil. It's the spawn of Satan sitting right in the refrigerator. And so there's the her men, her mentality is just like I refuse to, like 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 leftovers don't exist. When she's, like, taking mental stock of what food we have at home, when we're, like, say we're out and we're, like, I'm hungry. Should we eat out or should we eat dinner at home? If it's a leftover sitting in the refrigerator, it's not real. It doesn't exist <laughs> to her. It's like, well, we don't have anything at home. I'm like, babe, we have five leftovers. She's like, we don't have anything at home. And <laughs> like, babe, we have leftovers from yesterday, the day before, five days ago, and we have pasta. No, five days ago is not. Not included it's it is included it is that's, it's still good
0: because then there's like after you get past a certain amount of days there's just a question mark like how long has that actually been in the refrigerator i don't know let's see i did and notice then,
1: like, you started writing dates on when you open things
0: yeah because that's helpful that is helpful especially on like the freaking like if it's like spaghetti sauce yeah and then you're like we could have had it for a month. Yeah. Maybe it's been here for two weeks. Maybe it was last week. I don't know. And then you open it, and then you find a big mold spore, and then you get scared. That's not going to be me. Her greatest me. fear is mold. Yeah.
1: It is seeing mold, thinking about it, smelling it, just the idea of it it's repulses her. It's gross. It's scary. It's it's
0: a jump scare. That's what It's it is. a jump
1: scare. She feels well, the same way about scary. mold as... Uh, like like no sane person really enjoys mold per se, but like CR <laughs> just takes it to a whole nother level of it's like hatred and, and fear. Um, it's like so her beige flag is that sh- leftovers don't exist in her in her mind. And I don't like sitting on public couches. And she doesn't like sitting on uncomfort- on on what kind of couches? Puppers. Public couches. Yes. That's, that's, that's awesome. So one upside of living in the van. We eat pretty much everything we get. Yep. Uh which I guess could save us some money. Yeah, it, it does save us some money. Um I'd say it does too.
0: The amount that we eat out though because mm-hmm.
1: to come save I've I've been losing some weight too, which is cool. And I think yeah, that that partially helps. Living in the van had definitely helps with that. Um because we eat a light breakfast, and then I go to work at noon. So I'm not hungry, really, for, for lunch at noon or before noon. So that I don't eat. But then I'm at work, so I don't eat for, like, another four hours. So then, like, I'm basically intermittent fasting between the hours of, like, 10 a.m. and 4 p.m.
0: Which is interesting how that works for you. Because, obviously, everybody's different. And, as you can tell by this podcast episode like i don't like eating leftovers i get too hot in the summertime i need you extra love and care i get cold quickly like i don't like everybody's is
1: to your marriage is that she's a bougie
0: i'm not bougie at You're all no woman. i will never accept it i'm not a bougie i'm not a bougie woman I have needs, but they're appropriate needs. Because he called me a persnickety little plant the other day. (laughs) Uh, Wait, I was going to say something, but I can't remember what it
1: was. (laughs) She's a persnickety little plant. Because if there's any plant owners out there, People who own plants know that there's some plants that are persnickety. And they grow just fine. But they're not quite as hardy to a variety of conditions. They need a specific kind of condition. Maybe they need a certain kind of like bright indirect light. Maybe they need certain temperatures. Maybe they need certain moisture in the soil, certain humidity in the air... You know, something to support them, some fertilizer, a certain amount of space in the pot, you know, like, there's a (laughs) lot of variables. And, you know, there's some plants like like a snake plant or like a pothos that will pretty much just grow and thrive whenever, however. And there's some plants that aren't. They're a bit more persnickety. And uh, after a year of marriage, that's what I'm discovering, is that CR is a bit persnickety. (laughs) <laughs> I love so many more things about you, but that is something I'm having to come to awareness of. Do you remember what you were going to say now? Um,
0: what, what were you talking about before that? Um, we were talking about, we
1: um, were talking about food. Uh... L- lack of food waste. how I've lost some weight from intermittent fasting, basically. Oh my gosh, Sarah! <laughs> I can't take you anywhere. <laughs> She's just snorting everywhere. You I mean, uh, <laughs> have allergies. You have allergies. You woke up this morning with allergies. Yes,
0: yeah, because because the lawn, baby. You're all of in the way of this.
1: I really don't think that all of Round Rock does lawn maintenance on oh, two, on Wednesdays and Thursdays most of Round Rock. I don't don't remember.
0: Somebody's doing it right
1: now. Somebody is doing it right now, but you woke up in the van like this and nobody was doing lawn maintenance in the van. (laughs) Maybe you should bring some tissues out with you.
0: You know, have your own time and your own space. Um, So that was definitely something. And then, like, as a woman, all my ladies out there can attest to, like, when you have your little morning routine or a nighttime routine and like you want to have your bathroom time that's like you're like cool down for the night like it's nice to be able to like go in your bathroom you've got all your, your stuff set up like in the corner there and you can just like have your little me time and wash your face and put the moisturizer on and do what you need to do and like if you do anything with your hair just like it's like a nice kind of like slowly wake up or slowly wind down to be able to have your time in the bathroom And I value that time Myself And so um, Transitioning from Having my own bathroom Or you know like I shared my the, our bathroom Reagan and I shared it But like our private bathroom in the apartment Going from that to now Using the crunch fitness bathroom That is not private at all um, And it's It feels more like let me just, let me rush to do this so that, like, um it's not so awkward if one girl's posing with her leggings on to take a picture because she's in the gym and I'm, like, in the background brushing my teeth. <laughs> and, like, so it's it's not so much, like, oh, what, what will people think of me? But then that is also going on in the back of my head, too. Like, it, when you're in a public bathroom, it, just fe- it feels a little bit embarrassing. You feel exposed because you're like, yeah, I, I walked in here crusty-eyed because I literally just woke up in the parking lot. And that's something that... um it's it's just an adjustment, is what I'm saying, because, like, we've lived in the van for two weeks now, and it's something that has to be done, and that I do, because I, I you know, want to feel clean in the morning, so obviously I will use the gym shower, and I will use the gym bathroom, because I things that you gotta do, you gotta do. Um, and there is a little bit of therapy, uh, of, like, a therapeutic, like feeling and it kind of feels kind of good to like walk in the bathroom uh walk in the gym you feel dirty and then like when you walk out you feel clean but when when the process of doing that is you're in just in public it 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 definitely has some getting used to it takes some getting used to um so that's probably my my biggest thing it's hard to be intimate because you're just you're you're there is no privacy and like we put towels in front of the, um, like over the windows, so nobody sees in. But at the end of the day, we're we're a van parked in a public parking lot overnight. So you know, if you can read between the lines, it's kind of hard to. To to enjoy being married, at night, if you know what I'm talking about, you know, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> do that like awkward no. elbow thing, <laughs> but like, because if you see the van shaking. Like, people are gonna be like, oh, they get and go, and like, you know, like, nobody's gonna knock on uh, probably a cycle might like knock on the it will be like, hey, whatever. Like, but like, because pe- people probably don't do that, but still, just like the thought of like, we can't really enjoy being intimate knowing that nobody's gonna say anything, or not, no- not knowing nobody's gonna say anything, but knowing nobody else is gonna be around knowing, you know what I'm saying? Because, like. <sighs> I think you get the gist <laughs> of what I'm trying to say. I think so. And that's something that you just don't think about. What do you have to say, Reagan?
1: I would like to say something about our food. So we have the Coleman stove, which is amazing, and we have used it. And we will use it more when we go like camping and rugged camping. Um, living in the urban area, it's been very difficult to find a place to use that. Also, since we were in the urban area and I have a job to go to um, and it ends around 6 p.m. Um, we haven't really been... We've, we found that, that using like a stove to cook food on is, is much more of a hassle and, um, um, inhibitor to our day than we thought it would be. Um, so breakfasts are all non-cook. We've just been eating fruit, drinking milk, eating some bagels, um, lunches have been p- peanut butter and jelly, um, and, uh, dinners. What we happened to is we budgeted up, and we, we budgeted out. I know we wanted to save some money and, uh, I think we will still, but we budgeted it out, budgeted it out, and decided that um, we are going to eat out. We are eating out every night. Um, Because what happened was, there were a couple nights, there's been a couple nights where I get off work, like the sun's going down, we go to the local park, set up the stove, cook some food outside, and it's dark by the time we're done and then because the year is waning <laughs> it gets darker earlier and earlier and earlier and uh, and that means that we're cooking and eating dinner in the dark without really a good source of light without a good source of heat um trusting on the weather to not be rainy or too cold um and uh just living living in an urban area where you're already tired from the day um and you're not really like in a camping adventure aspect you're in just like and, uh, the urban environment. Um, it's just, we just <sighs> cooking outdoors was too much. It was way too much. CR felt extremely uncomfortable the entire time. And like I could probably get w- get behind it. Uh, it would take up a lot of the evening. Like I said, it just takes longer to, to cook and clean, um, from a stove in a park. Um, and um, CR felt extremely uncomfortable because she does not feel comfortable outdoors at night. She doesn't feel comfortable at night anywhere, honestly. Um, a black woman. She's a black woman. Whatever that means. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. She just feels uncomfortable. She's always looking over her shoulder, always feels like there's something sneaking up behind her. And so I was just looking in fo- into the next few weeks of our life, and I was like... Having to do that every single night, having to go through that every single night, that would just be too much. Um, so it uh, it it's a wise choice. We can do it financially. We budgeted. We did the budgeting and everything. So like we're we're in the clear. We can do it, and um, it would save a lot of mental peace and a lot of 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 struggle. And it's just for this season. I mean, we're going to be here for no more than, like, three more weeks. Um, And then we're going up to uh, Rhode Island. Um, Oh, were we talking about that? Are we... Okay, okay. We'll get there. Um, Oh, okay. How bad? Like, really
0: bad. But I can... I mean, we could pause it. Do you want... How long do you want to keep talking for? Because I want to enjoy this and keep talking for like another hour or something. Alright,
1: I can pause it. (laughs) Potty break, guys.
0: I can just, I can run up to the elevator and run in there. So you don't have to pack everything up.
1: And we're back. <laughs> Bathroom time has been had. How was the How was the walk? It was good. It was good. Healthy little jaunt. Cool. Um. Overall review of the first two weeks of van life. Go.
0: I give it six out, of ten. 6 out of 10. Yeah. Um there are some difficulties, some inconveniences, but not to the point that it's uh, that we're unable to function or do anything. It's um a learning experience. I I I like the way that we've problem solved, and even in our marriage, in our relationship, the things that we've had to, like, talk through, and this is, um, this is a good exercise for, um, yeah, in our beginning of our second year of marriage, like, yeah, it's, um, I think overall, it's it's good. It's different, um, but a a good change. I'm I'm thankful that it's a temporary one.
1: I think i to rate van life, um, yeah, six or seven out of ten. It's pretty good. Um, life for us right now doesn't look that much different. Other than, um, being, sleeping in a van makes things, makes life a little bit harder. But for the most part, life doesn't look that much different. I think we were expecting more differences. I think we were expecting life to look a little different. Um, and so I will probably change that when, uh, when we get to actually go out west and enjoy some nature and actually adventure. Right now it's not an adventure. (laughs) Right now it just sucks. (laughs) what seven seven six or seven yeah. six or seven out of ten um right now it's not an adventure guys it's not it's it's just feels like i'm broken i'm living in my car <laughs> that's really what it feels like and i still like have to go to work and like try to smell good even though it's a pain to shower um so yeah urban van life kind of mid um but if you're looking for a challenge or you want to shake up your relationship and have some new challenges to face um, together, then uh, yeah, go for it. <laughs> Give it a shot. Live in your car for, Live in your car for a week. <laughs> um, through 70 degree humid days and through like 30 degree like cold nights. Um, speaking of going out west, uh, our plan has been to finish out the year here in texas and then go up to rhode island for christmas visit family in rhode island for christmas um and then the plan was to head west and travel and and enjoy the the natural beauties of the western u.s um but i was thinking about it and i realized um it's gonna be snowy (laughs) i had not really accounted for that um and not really accounted for the fact that most of the places that we want to go are going to be snowed in, and like they're going to be beautiful. Obviously, it's going to be nice, but in January and February, it's just snowy and cold, and there's no even not even any more like Christmas to be like happy about. There's just it's just depressing, <laughs> and and the van is like small and not in real good condition for handling snowy um, snowy terrain, so we. Started, uh, we started toying with the idea of postponing the travel for a couple months. Like, till maybe April, May time frame. April's still maybe a little early, but May definitely should be fine. Um, and then you get into the June, July, August, September, like, summer season. Um, so our plan right now is to stay in rhode island after christmas and try to get a month-by-month lease somewhere a month-by-month rental um get a couple jobs uh try to make up some money um i'm trying to learn about real estate investment um so that should be interesting and um yeah, just spend a couple a couple months getting to hang out with CR's family before we hit the road again. Um Honestly it depends on how much money we get, but it would be cool to upgrade from the Astro um and go ahead and upgrade to a Schooley Um, or possibly a, a, a Dodge uh Pro Master, a Ram ProMaster. Because um, this thing is so small, guys. There's no like I cannot sit up. I cannot <laughs> stand. No, nope, neither of us can stand. I cannot sit up. It's basically imagine, imagine taking a queen size bed, and then like putting walls around it, and then a roof about three, two and a half feet above the b- surface of the bed, and then try living in that. <laughs> and that's your home. <laughs> it's it's so small. There's no. Uh, it's a cozy fort, and it's a great weekend. We've talked about this actually. this van is perfect for a weekend trip, a weekend getaway, you know, get all your stuff hey I mean <laughs> we can get away I mean people do that people rent out their vans um it's a whole it's a whole thing. that's not a bad idea actually i may I may look into that and see if I could fix this thing up, trying to make it an investment possibility but um but yeah, I mean it's it's a great weekend thing you know stuff stuff a couple bags underneath the bed have a little kitchen set up go to a campsite for a weekend and have a great time uh it's comfy it's comfy i I will not lie it is comfortable to sleep in um not if it's hot (laughs) we found that out a couple weeks ago uh it was like pretty warm still and uh 100 humidity and we would just lay in there sweating we just laid in there sweating. Our our sheets were soaked from our sweat, and it was just gross. Um, yeah, yes. <laughs> we have a cover on the mattress, so it shouldn't get too wet. Also, that was good when it leaked because <laughs> yeah, the van leaked for a hot second. I had to I had to fix that up too. Um, but uh, yeah, we're gonna spend some time in the northeast uh with with family uh up there and uh and then we'll then we'll go west when it's less snowy um so what what does that mean for the future of the Shutties podcast baby I feel like we should keep making episodes
0: well for the future of the podcast I guess um yeah uh, I feel like we we'll like we we'll Yeah, we do have creative outlets to talk about And, like, we will be living in here until December The beginning of December when we actually arrive in Rhode Island Um Yeah Yeah And then if we go I feel like it'll just be, um when we feel like it because like we've already fallen off of our our schedule because last time we recorded a podcast was probably a month ago or more so i feel like um definitely it, it, i i think for sure it would it will pick back up in the springtime when we if if we decide to like go um out west for the spring so between between now and springtime, or really I guess between December and springtime, um, you know, we could either take a hiatus, or maybe we could just, like, talk as, I think we talk about whatever we're doing. Uh, yeah, whatever we feel like yeah. doing, yeah. Because I think there's, they'll definitely now that we're, like, actually living in here, and, like, f- now for the next couple weeks, there will be stuff to talk about, um. So I'm glad we did this longer episode to catch everybody up. Um, I guess whatever we want to do.
1: We could do an episode of like what an average day looks like for the van. You know, what the process is for getting up in the morning, going to bed, where we park, what a thought process is there. Um, yeah, I mean, there's still... There's still things we can talk about. So, anything else you want to share today? I don't
0: think so. You pretty done? Pretty, shared, pretty sure I think. You Yeah, don't think
1: so? I think so. We're at a minute thirteen, or an hour thirteen. Cool. I might cut a little bit, or just leave the open open spaces. <laughs> Bless you. You still snotting everywhere? Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to sign off. Thank you for tuning back in. Thank you for sticking with it. And uh, we'll see you in the next episode.
0: Bye. Have a good day.